This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Lead Without Limits, the podcast that explores how your mind and soul energy, together with your actions and intentions, impact your leadership presence and bring heart and consciousness into your life. Join your host, certified business and life coach, Stefania Rigo, as she brings you stimulating conversations with women who lead in business in their community. And as she gives you the wisdom you need to help shape the future of society and our planet. Now here's your host, Stefania. Hey everyone. Thanks for tuning in. This is Stefania and the host and creator of the Lead Without Limits podcast. So excited to be with you again. Today, I'd love to share my insights and thoughts on the topic of trust. I find myself talking about that quite a bit lately with my business and leadership coaching clients. And I'm seeing more and more the importance of trust in leadership. I always like to start when I'm when I'm looking into a topic and researching it and reflecting on it with Webster's. I love to go to the dictionary. So trust is a noun and Webster defines it as assured reliance on the character, ability, strength or truth of someone or something. I really like that definition. I think it's both simple and extremely powerful and inclusive in the many aspects of trust, right? Talks about our character and others' character, our and others' ability as in competence, ours and others' strength and the truth, you know, underlying trust, there has to be truth. So what I'd like to do is explore both trust in ourselves and the huge important in leadership and trusting others, right? But I wanna start with trust in ourselves because what I know is that if we don't trust ourselves, we are going to have a really hard time trusting others. Think about that for a second. And let me start by slowing it down some more and asking you to just pause and think about the following questions. How hard is it for you to make big decisions? Is it uncomfortable? Most of the time, all of the time? Do you find yourself procrastinating making certain types of decisions? Maybe around money or maybe around hiring 
And how frequently do you make a decision and then second guess yourself? How frequently do you get in your head after you've made the decision, communicated it, it's done and dialed, and you go into all the should scenarios and all the scenarios of what could possibly go wrong. So based on your quick and honest reaction to these questions, can you say you trust yourself most of the time? Here's why I think trusting yourself is so important in leadership. Self-trust matters because as leaders, we are called on to make lots of decisions. Actually, that's the biggest part of our job. If we're in a leadership position, whether we are CEO of our own business, a solopreneur that partners with outside vendors or leading a corporate or nonprofit team, by virtue of the fact that we're in a leadership role, we have to make many small and big decisions all day long. So if you don't trust yourself, you will be indecisive and unsure of what decision to make. You may feel fearful of making the wrong decision and you may spend a lot of energy and negative thinking by second guessing yourself, exploring all the scenarios on what could go wrong. In other words, you could be stuck and feeling overwhelmed a lot of the time. And the consequences of this for your business, for your team, could be lost opportunities, lost time, and money. So let me put this all in perspective. Do you have to get it right 100% of the time? No. Guaranteed, you will make many decisions. Many will be right and some will not be. The more you lead, the more decisions you have to make, the greater the impact. And guaranteed, you will take a wrong turn, have to self-correct and learn. So being a leader requires us to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. This bears repeating. We must get comfortable with being uncomfortable specifically in making decisions that are out of our comfort zone. So let's be sure to recognize that some decisions are easy, right? They are day-to-day -day routine decisions. Here, I'm obviously focusing on trusting yourself with the bigger decisions, the decisions that are first-time decisions for you that are the result of big change, of your setting stretch goals, of your innovating, of your embracing the unknown. Those are the big decisions that really tap deeply into how much we trust ourselves, our emotional intelligence, 
our intellect, our knowledge, our subject knowledge. So what are some of the reasons we may not trust ourselves? Hmm. Here's some I thought of. You may come up with others for yourself, by the way, personally. An obvious one is, and this comes up a lot for us women, high achievers in leadership positions, setting big, impactful goals, growing and scaling our team and our business. Here's the big one. We are perfectionistic. We hold ourselves to impossible standards and the decision has to be right. Hmm. Another reason we may not trust ourselves is we feel we're not legit. Maybe we feel we've got some imposter syndrome. We compare ourselves to others and we feel everyone is doing it better than we are. Here's another reason this one can be a really big one, especially around big financial goals and decisions around those goals. We fear risk and we fear losing it all if we get it wrong or not maximizing the outcome, even if we get it partially right. Now I left the biggest one, the one that's really transformational and deep for last. Here it is. We may not trust ourselves because digging deeper, we may have to face our history of trauma where we could not trust others or ourselves to keep us safe. This one, if you're gonna reflect on it and spend some time on it, if this is a leading cause of your erosion of trust in yourself, this one requires self-compassion. This one requires forgiveness. So fear and uncertainty for all of us can be part of the process of making big innovative decisions. It doesn't mean necessarily you should be trusting yourself, right? You can trust yourself and still find that certain big life-changing decisions that you've never made before are really uncomfortable to make. So before you make any important decision, I say, slow it down. Do not make big decisions under the gun. Do not create a sense of urgency or let others create a sense of urgency around your big decisions. Create space to get clear, a well thought out process, create time to do some due diligence take time to really focus on what the goal is, what the situation is that requires you to make the decision and get clear on what outcome you want. Slow it down, tune into your heart and your gut, look at all the data. If you need to, Reach out to others you trust, mentors, coaches. People that you know will give you 
some good perspective. And then make the decision and go. Do not stay in this process that leads to stalling and procrastination. Do not go out and continue gathering other people's opinion until they feed you the narrative that you have in your own head. Do not ask for hundreds of opinions. You'll just get more confused. In the end, you'll have to stand on your own two feet. Trust yourself and make that decision. Just go. Don't second guess yourself. If you've done your due diligence, you've slowed it down, you've answered some key questions, you've looked at possible outcomes, go. As Nike says, just do it. Let's switch lanes and we'll come back to trust in ourselves, but let's explore trust in others at this point to kind of bring it to the next level. As I said earlier, we need to be sure to develop confidence and trust in ourselves, right? So that we can project and practice trust in others. Trust in others is a projection of trust in ourselves. We might also trust some others more than we trust ourselves. That's a whole different story. That is not what I'm talking about here. As I said earlier, we need to develop confidence and trust in ourselves first. So start there and then let's move on and talk about others. Whether you're a solopreneur or lead a big in-house team or a small in-house team, you'll have to rely on others. You'll have to delegate the decision-making process to the area of their expertise. And you'll have to trust their ability to carry out their assigned tasks, both routine and also make decisions around their position. Here's a question to ponder for a second. Are you reluctant to delegate? Do you find yourself saying to yourself, I can do this. Actually, it would be easier if I make this decision now than delegate it to someone else. So let him or her or they or them do it. That may be a sign that you lack trust in others' ability to make good decisions that you lack trust in others. It, the, trusting others is a big one because we know as leaders, the buck stops with us, right? Others making those decisions can feel out of our control, can break up a fear of repercussions and impact on the business or the team and more directly on ourselves, personally or professionally. So here's where it all starts. Ask yourself, have you hired the right people? Have you partnered with the right outside vendors? If you own your own business and rely on them for your team, or have you hired the right people and your in-house team? If the answer is yes, then you have to trust them and let them make decisions to do their job to the best of their ability. 
Have you communicated clear expectations about the project, the position, or the job? Have you given them the freedom to show their strengths so that they can leverage those in their decision-making process? Have you observed their behaviors and given them feedback on where they need to improve so that you can trust them to make better decisions? Have you asked them for feedback on how you may be a barrier to their ability to make the best decisions or maybe some other part of the business or someone else on the team may be a barrier. So if you've hired the right team, communicated clear expectations, got, get feedback from them regularly, have an open door policy, encourage them to come in and bounce things off of you and always communicate to them in words, in affect, in attitude, in celebrations, in conversations that you trust them, then let them make those decisions. If you wanna be a powerful leader without limits, ask yourself the questions I just posed often evaluate. And by the way, you may want to listen to episode 25 of this podcast, the five pillars of leadership that go deeper into the importance of asking ourselves as leader these questions and how we can support our team so that we enhance their strengths. We support them in making decisions with confidence for the best outcomes. Here's a call to action for you. Take time to reflect on why you may not fully trust people on your team. Think of your team and Vetna partners. Do you have the right people in place? You cannot be making all decisions, big and small. You just simply cannot. If you're scaling your business, if your business is thriving, if your team is thriving, you cannot be making all of those decisions. That type of micromanagement never leads to growth. Introspection about how we trust ourselves and how we project and trust others requires us to be humble, to admit the truth to ourselves, to be vulnerable, to ask ourselves, do we fully trust in our abilities, our emotional intelligence, our critical thinking, our knowledge of our business? It can feel uncomfortable. It's Okay, it's important to up-level yourself in this area. And these are conversations and reflections we should be having with ourselves pretty regularly so that we're really identifying our strengths and looking at areas where we want to grow. So when we ask ourselves these questions, we may feel exposed vulnerable, 
And we feel this way also when the weight is all on our shoulders, right? Once again, right here, it's getting kind of heavy. Let me say, as I said earlier, do not impose perfectionistic, unrealistic standards on yourself or others, please. The fact is that even if we feel we can trust ourselves, on most of our decisions, certainly the small ones and some of the big ones, there's always gonna be decisions where we lack confidence. So cut yourself a break and know that in the face of big innovation, disruptive decisions, decisions you're having to make for the first time because you're growing, you set these big goals, you're stepping out of your comfort zone, it's okay to feel hesitation. It's absolutely okay not to feel like you can trust yourself 100% of the time. It's okay. Use the process we talked about earlier and act anyway. Even if you're not 100% sure, make the decision. Trust in your resiliency and in your ability to grow if it wasn't 100% the right decision. Trust in your learning from the past and how you're applying it to this decision-making process now. Trust in your vision and in the future. Uplevel your decision-making process and your confidence by reflecting on it and being kind and compassionate with yourself and really identifying your strengths because I know you have them. They are there. Find a mentor or a coach to be your sounding board. Somebody that can help you keep it all in perspective and support you when you do feel overwhelmed. As I say, it's lonely at the top. And really, ladies, that is true. We all need a trusted partner that is on our side, has our back, and wants us to succeed. Somebody with a different perspective. Somebody to leverage our strengths, to remind us of decisions we've made in the past that were successful and learnings we've taken from the past into the present. Here's my final call to action for you. Besides spending some time reflecting on the questions I've asked you until now, think of some big impactful decisions that you've made recently. What was the process like for you? How, how difficult was it or how spontaneous? What part of yourself, your heart, your gut, your head, did you tap into? Where did the data come from? What was your due process? Was it a nightmare or was it fun? Was it a process you can replicate in the future for other decisions that are similar? Can you leverage that process? What are your strengths? Build on those. Where could you lose some leveling up? Focus on finding someone to support you in growing in these areas. Hey, thanks for taking your time. I know how valuable your time is to listen to this podcast. I hope you found value in it and some areas in which you want to explore further. If you'd like to find out more about me and my coaching and leadership, 
business, please go to my website at Stefania, S-T-E-F-A-N-I-A, Rigo, R-I-G-O dot com. Feel free to email me through the website. I'd love to hear from you. Put comments in social media. If you like this episode and this podcast, please give it a rating and talk about it on the site where you're listening to it. That helps get more people listening and hearing. Thank you so much for your time. I value you. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Lead Without Limits. Each week, we bring you stimulating conversations with women who lead in business and their community. If you would like to listen to or download other episodes of Lead Without Limits, go to EWNPodcastNetwork.com. This podcast is also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most other major podcast sites. Until next time, remember that as leaders, we have the power to shape the future of society and our planet. We hope you make use of the wisdom you've gained here today to lead without limits in your own life. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.